0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another very special episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast. Of all the thousands of Star Trek podcasts out there that you could be listening to, this is one of them. My name is Matt. And I am Jacob. And that's it. It's just the two of us again this week, Jake. That's right. It's very exciting. I've never spent more time with you in a one week period <laughs> yeah. i know i wanted to ask you what you've been up to but you've, uh, we we, ju- have, we have no stories I, not much not enough happens in my life yeah. in the course L- of a week life cannot possibly be that interesting nope. that we would have new things to say <laughs> it's a good thing we have clips of star trek to talk about <laughs> that's good otherwise we would be sitting here in silence speaking of which how, how did you like my my naming convention for the last episode oh i liked it Yeah. i liked it I now that's, that's what i call warped yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought so was this a nice throwback yeah I wonder if, I think they still make those, but I don't think they make them as, well, maybe they do make them as CDs, but yeah. they release them, I think, digitally. Man. Right. But I know that they still have like, God, they must be up to top like, 40 players. 345. Yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I had so many of those back in the day. Yeah? Yeah. Because I liked singles. Mm. I have, I have terrible taste in, <laughs> in popular music, popular music, Yeah. excellent taste in show tunes, Terrible taste in pop music. Nice, because I basically just like whatever's on the radio. If it's if it's I I enjoy if it's top forty. That's essentially what I like. I'm the same way. I enjoy tuning out to just whatever. Right, new songs are on the radio, and my wife is not the same way. She will she gets on my case. Like, oh really? Yeah, she's just not like unless it's like certain like classic R and B stuff. Uh huh. Like, like. Powerful Chanteuses or something like. What does she like? She like. Well, she likes musicals too. Well, I knew that. But uh, what does she? What uh, you can't. No one can listen to musicals all day long. Uh, you have not. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, not okay. Really I take it back. My wife's musical taste. <laughs> like, yeah, it, unless, unless it's like Idina Menzel singing her own stuff. Like, oh, okay. She'll listen to that. Right. She'll, she. You know what she listens to? She listens to like um, Neil Patrick Harris doing the opening to the 2013 Tony Awards. <laughs> on a loop (laughs) and and gosh darn it that is just about the best opening number to any award show there ever has been but nevertheless it really is wonderful to like listen to it on a loop as though that's a little much a chart topping single but that's just her taste that is that is a little much yeah uh but yeah i i listened to i just listened to and i have some friends who are maybe snobbier is not the right word, but I'm just going to go with snobbier about music than I am. Mm. So they don't think that pop music is good. Mm. Um, And so they would mock me for the fact that I owned, you know, now that's what I call music number 10 or whatever. And it was listening to Backstreet Boys or whatever, whatever was popular in the late nineties or whenever those CDs started coming out. Speaking of the combination of Broadway musicals and pop music, so they just opened uh, this week a broad... Well, I guess it's not Broadway. I guess it's off-Broadway, but it is a musical using the, the, the songs of Bob Dylan. First of all, I don't like Bob Dylan, so... Hot take, people. Bob yeah. Dylan sucks. Fully <laughs> there, um, I'd ask him to do his impression of Bob Dylan. Is it just? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I don't know. It'd be something. It'd be worth listening to. <laughs> oh, are you trying to get us to get into the clip? Is no, that no, why no, no. I'm just, I'm just. You brought you bring up Bob Dylan. I, I think of like <laughs> kind of like a a, a, a sort a, of nasally, nasally, yeah, voice. Set. But but Philippe would take it into a, a whole different direction. So apparently, this musical is is about, like, depression era. I, I It seems like it's basically John Steinbeck combined with the music of Bob Dylan. Mm. And that just sounds so bad <laughs> on every level to me. I don't like the idea of the subject matter. Mm. I don't like the idea of the songs. It just all, it just sounded like, it sounded like taking two things that ordinarily I love, yeah. Broadway musicals and pop music, successful pop music, artists oh. and putting those two things together yeah. and i mean uh, i love the work of steinbeck but that's not why i go to the theater sure <laughs> I, I, I go i go for wicked oh <laughs> she's so green then she's saying she's real green She. i knew she was good all along and i feel wonderful about it yeah i mean i don't mind dark musicals yeah uh, i'm a sondheim guy so i can take a dark musical <laughs> but um I don't want to listen to two and a half hours of Bob Dylan and people complaining about the Dust Bowl. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just move to California, Jode family. It'll all work out. Yeah. Rosa Sharon is breastfeeding some (laughs) 40-year-old. Let's sing a song about it. All right. Well, now now that we've insulted a couple of (laughs) American legends, let's move on. Uh, What do we got coming up first? So... Did we even explain what we're doing? This is our second of our greatest hits that's clip shows. That, now that's what I call So Warp- this will be that... Now that's what two. I call Warped. Volume, Volume two. 2. Okay, very good. Uh, so we are going to be bringing you some clips from some of our earlier episodes. Uh, we have done the hard work for you by finding the good stuff and leaving the bad stuff behind. So this first clip introduces what will become a running theme on the show. This is Philippe and his impression... Completely imaginary. I don't even know where he got this from. It's just a voice. It bears no resemblance, I think, to the real Gene Roddenberry. (laughs) Certainly not by design, it doesn't. Yeah, we all, in his mind, Gene Roddenberry's voice has never been (laughs) recorded. So it may as well be approximated however you please. And it can change in in an instant. All right, let's check it out. Here's Philippe uh, pretending to be Gene Roddenberry.
1: What are you motherfuckers bringing me down here for? What is this? Oh, what is that thing? (laughs) That's your Gene Roddenberry impression. We need to come up with
0: an idea of what we think Gene Roddenberry sounds (laughs) like. Just leave
1: me alone with this goddamn jet. Leave me alone with the goddamn jet. (laughs) Sort of
0: high-pitched and bronxy (laughs) thing.
1: That's not how we imagine
0: Gene I I think we should all I think that's the go to Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, just <laughs> constantly swearing right. high pitched nasal. Yeah, hang on, exactly. hang
2: on, let me give my my opening remarks here. Yeah, yeah give right. us the So we're out. watching season one, episode eleven, the menagerie part one, the original air date, November seventeenth, nineteen sixty six written
1: by me, Gene Farrant. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> God damn. We don't know these episodes back to back. <laughs> I said, I'm going a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you've changed. You've
0: lost it. You lost it. You lost it. You cracked under pressure. Oh, uh,
1: I'm not, you were fine I'm not, when you were improv you can't do it on you demand. You put him on the spot. No, I'm not getting on the spot, but the thing is, like, I felt Gene. I was channeling the real <laughs> Gene, and I was just doing Foghorn Leghorn or some kind of,
2: like... No, before, you were channeling the real Gene. Yeah, I know, the real <laughs> that Gene. That was to, pure. I need to listen back you gotta, to what anyway I did. You can't, you, Gene's got to speak through him, Matt. Yeah, you yeah, can't ask yeah, Gene yeah. to speak through him. Gene,
1: Gene will yeah. speak when he wants yeah. to
2: speak.
0: So... Yeah, there was that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a little short short clips to to get you kicked off. We will hear Philippe do Gene Roddenberry again. Yeah, you might not notice, but <laughs> if we didn't tell you, that's what he was doing. Yeah. You might not recognize. It'll it be a little but... different every time, and that's part of the magic. It's part of the magic. It's uh, we're improving here, folks. Yeah. We don't write this stuff down. So we were watching. <laughs> the, the audience m- is like. Maybe you should write it down. Maybe you should write this down <laughs> Listen, before you do it. Well, they haven't listened enough because, you know, on Rewarpt, we do not write things down. Ever. Uh, no yeah. pens allowed. So we were watching The Menagerie. Oh, yeah. This is from episode 11. So this is this is Star Trek's first clip show. Yeah. Speaking of clip shows. Yeah. It took us 30-some episodes before <laughs> before we resorted to this yeah, nonsense. It took them 10, 10. They did 11. it in episode 11. Yeah. What a bunch of slackers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this is the clip show where they took the old first pilot mm. and uh, spruced it up and put some Kirk and Spock scenes in between and turned it into something uh, quote unquote new, and uh, which is exactly what we're doing right now. Yep. Um, so since Captain Pike right was the subject of the clip show, they were showing you know footage of the first pilot, uh-huh. which had heretofore been unaired. So this was our first chance to really. Talk about the Captain Pike and like have a discussion about his merits. We have often talked about the relative attractiveness of women uh, on Star Trek in our show. This is one of the first times we had an opportunity because rarely is anybody handsome ever brought onto the show. But uh, the guy who played Chris Pike was pretty good looking. So we get to indulge in a little uh, eye candy, a little male
2: eye candy in this one. In the, in the, Attractive guys pantheon. He's up there. Where oh, yeah. do you put Captain Pike? He's now technically. Is, idiot onto the. Is show. he above Kirk? Uh, uh, that's a don't. I don't like. I don't like to be asked those kinds of questions. Yeah. That's a tough one, right? I
1: know he's he, pretty. good. I mean, he is very a, handsome. He doesn't have
2: like, nearly the charisma that. No, Schneider he's a does. big block of wood. Yeah, but.
1: But he's got, the, he's got more rugged features. From
2: a pure those blue eye, he's got these piercing the, blue yeah, eyes. Yeah, the real just Kirk is super a bit jawline. More pretty, you know, I, I, I think, Yeah, you know, that's he's true. More, he he's more got stuff. more feminine features. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry, the, the rhinestone arrangement of medals on their chest is just a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I ca- Spock's kind of halfway makes it's sense. It's not
2: even... It's they're like pieces of fabric. Yeah, they're it's fabric like, being, that have been <laughs> sewn into it. I mean... it's not. They're not even medals. They were like,
0: well, we can't afford medals, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to sew little bits of crap onto your shirt. <laughs> and that'll be your medals. Mm. I don't think this guy did such a bad job. I don't know, did you think he was particularly not compelling?
2: I mean... It's I mean it's hard to say, right? Because we're so used to Shatner. Yeah. And and he's definitely not Shatner. So if you've seen a bunch of Shatner Star Trek and that's what you know, to then watch this, it would feel like he's super. He's way more of a
0: standard leading man, right? Like
2: Shatner's way more emotional. Shatner's a very emotional actor. Sure. But was it the fact that they didn't like him? Do we is that a is that the truth? I don't I, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know Matt? No. No.
1: I just feel like the guy feels like you would see him on like one of these short lived cop shows or yeah. you know, anything like that. Like that guy could be on anything. Yeah, it's
2: kind
0: of stand, a standard leading man. Yeah. Look, totally. Yeah. But well, square I mean, God.
2: Then, but if you were creating this and you were watching this as a studio exec, would that be would you say I won't do it? That guy's because, the problem, yeah. or would you say there's all this other stuff? Like, yeah, I mean, like, mean, there's a lot of other things that are problem with this episode. So, do you think he was? They part changed of the all pro- that stuff too. I mean, no, yeah, yeah but yeah. I'm saying they did. Do you think that that was? The, I mean, and they took away all. None of these actors are in. Yeah, they got. Yeah, rid they of got him, rid of everybody except for Spock. Yeah, he was the only one that they kept.
1: Too late. I've already been forming. I've already been like converted to the cult of.
2: Well, and I, that makes sense. What I'm saying is, at the time, though, yeah. what would be the reasoning behind it at the time? He because, like he I, I said, we compare him to to Kirk. Yeah, but they had, they didn't him? have a Kirk to compare him to, right? Maybe they just and have- I don't feel like his performance is that wooden. Mm-hmm. That it, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just it's just hard. It, Kirkus Shatner is such it, a exactly.
1: hysterically
0: like over the top actor uh, no, that everybody seems wooden next to him. Right?
2: Yeah, exactly. But it, I—that's it, that's why I was curious right. if anybody actually knew the reason why. You know, I don't do any research well,
0: before we do this. I, you do. Come I don't up, even watch the episode. But you sometimes.
2: You do. know, you sometimes you I read, just know from you my, read books, man. My long life of nerdery. You read books. None of the other people in this group read books of any kind, <laughs> let alone about Star Trek. I've read a
1: book, but... <laughs> but
2: maybe, you
0: never know, maybe after two decades of working this character, he would be yeah, known be in the same way. Straight.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's why my point was. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get why they dropped him. Unless it was, like you said, maybe they didn't pick it up immediately, and so he got another job. Yeah. yeah. And so then, when they went back, they said... <laughs> It's like,
0: an interesting point for us to not follow. I over was the curious if
2: anybody knew, but no. since none of you fuckers doing research, I'll just have to go on not knowing.
0: Yeah. Well, we. Well,
2: I'm not going to look it up. That'll be extra credit for our. I don't audiences. care that much to look it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so in that last clip, uh, Jake, we we talked about how the actor playing Chris Pike um, lost his job, presumably, and was replaced. By William Shatner, you know who has it. You know who has it tough who in it life in that? this world. <laughs> handsome white men have it tough in this world. Jake, really? Yeah. Wow. You know we, we we've what it's makes- been a tough couple of weeks <laughs> for for handsome white men. If you if you believe Congress, it's been a real tough week. <laughs> For handsome white men. I see where you're going with it. Yeah, I was watching the news again today. Oh, okay. I really should not watch the news because I, before I come over here to meet with you because it gets me all riled up. It's on your mind. Ugh yeah. What a shit show. So what what in particular? Artistic. It's less- Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. Yeah, that he's, he's prominent. You know the, what I was thinking moment? about? We were talking about this uh we were talking about this a little bit last week, and the the parallels between what is happening now. And what happened in 1991 with Clarence Thomas and and Anita Hill. And I was thinking about this today. Like, it's eerie how similar the situations Mm -hmm. are. And history repeats itself, right? (laughs) We know that. It wasn't supposed to be this quickly. And not usually this specifically. (laughs) Like, usually history repeats itself in sort of generalized era-spanning kinds of ways. Yeah. But no, If the only way this would not be exactly the same is if Brett Kavanaugh's name was Florence Thomas, Like, <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, this is even closer. But other than that, it's almost exactly the same. If Germany elected a, a, a right-wing racist chancellor whose name was Bladolf Bittler, <laughs> you'd go, well, first you'd go, shit this is a problem but b you would go that's a little too yeah, right on the, that's nose. On, a little on the nose that's a little on the nose and this whole brett Kavanaugh thing is just a little on the nose like aren't we past this didn't we get past this 20 yeah. some years ago clearly not i would say the one difference is there is a hair more sense of awareness about it but not by any of the participants not by anybody who's in involved in, involved in, in making the decision no right no so, yeah, it's like the, the headlines are Brett Kavanaugh did this at the hearing today, echoing, you know, the, the sure. early 90s and, you know, Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas. But everybody else is going on and saying the exact same things, like victim blaming <laughs> and, like, not, <laughs> not, like, downplaying everything. It's real ugly. Um, so, yeah, I... I don't feel too bad for whoever played Captain Pike. I'm sure he went on and was just fine. I mean, he was, yeah, he was he was just fine, I'm sure. He had a great career that followed the failed pilot of Star Trek. And, and, and same thing, here we go again, same thing with this Brett Kavanaugh. He already has a lifetime appointment to the federal bench, right? Even if he doesn't get on the Supreme Court, he's just going to go right back to being a judge. Yeah. Which is his already full-time job. So... They these guys who are going on TV and are like, they're ruining his life. Well, they're not ruining his life. He's just not going to get the job that he's applying for. Right. He's still going to go back to his regular job, (laughs) and it'll all be fine. Like I I heard the joke. I forget what program it was on. That like our 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 Republicans so are so pro life that they didn't have a plan B for this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that was an SNL joke, maybe. That's not bad. So speaking of a uh, uh, blessed heritage and wanting to feel... Yes, finding, let's talk about white men some more. Finding ways to feel special. Here is a good way for white people to <laughs> waste money. <laughs> Take $300. Yeah. Yeah put it into a metal trash can with a swab of your, with a swab of your spit (laughs) and light the whole thing on fire. (laughs) That's essentially what 23 and me is asking you to do. Um, which is what this clip is about. I don't know why we got into 23 and me on the show, but we got into it and, uh, you're going to hear some conversation about the complete, my opinion, the complete waste of money. Yeah. uh, DNA testing. I'm a, I'm a lot wiser because of this clip. I, I mean, I will never feel the need to do 23 and me Did you before? No. I'm Did you have any interest in it? No, before? no, no, no. I'm comp- I'm only going to do the National Geographic one because that's the only good one. What is your, what is your, <laughs> I mean I'm about as white as it's possible for a human being to get. You are slightly darkish. Yes. In some undefined way. What is your, what I'm, is your background? I'm half uh anglo-saxon uh-huh <laughs> mixture uh, and half i don't know mexican okay <laughs> so probably some, why did you say that like question and mark <laughs> well i mean that's what i am but like all, all mexican? These, you know like like we make a point of during the clip show what does it really mean like it's not me- what is mexican so S- spaniard and probably like, yeah a mixture of the native peoples of central america is probably if you want to go like detailed about it. Sure, sure. That's probably probably a lot more of the Central American native part. Is, I, yeah. yeah, I had a I had a, a a grandfather who's since passed away, but he was into not not um, DNA stuff, but genealogy, like lineage. You yeah. know, like going back and which is another way for people who have too much money to waste it because you can also sign up to the websites that will trace you like if you've seen that ad where the woman's like i'm related to george washington well yeah i've seen that anyway although i do like those other the programs where they trace you back just like three or four generations like the tv shows where they do it where they do that oh like that one where they like Where's Lisa Kudrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, where does her family come from? Uh, yeah, and it's like inevitably like, listen, three generations ago, you, owned, you, had, you, you a slave had slave owner. owners. And they cry. And, yeah. Yeah. It's good, it's, <laughs> and then like, the, like <laughs> it's a good way for white like, people to feel sorry about themselves. So. And then like, oh, this time they're going to do a black person and it's like four generations ago you were they were, were slave owners. Right. No, slave owners. <laughs> oh, oh that, okay, that's still okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> my other grandfather somewhere in the background in my family history there's there are people from Spain. Okay. But you had, you would have to go so far back that it's essentially irrelevant. Right. But my grandfather's last name was a, was a Hispanic last name. Okay. So, and he lived in California and he was racist. (laughs) And because his last name was a Hispanic last name, the phone company assumed that he was a Spanish speaker. Mm. So when they would send, you know, every year they would send the Yellow Pages to his house. <laughs> oh, no. Or, like, all his mail yeah. would be in Spanish. He he did not speak a word of Spanish. Oh, wow. But he would get, like, mail from, in Spanish and, like, the phone book would come in Spanish. And he was super racist. So oh. it was hilarious because... Uh, it just felt like he was sort of getting what was coming to him, like he'd be ranting about, you know the Mexicans are here to take our jobs and then like he would get the phone book it's and it bad. was all like uh, si puede, you know, hablar conmigo and like, it was just that's a little bit of it was just a little poetic justice, justice yeah. that's a little karmic uh, retribution on the part of AT&T ay, Dios amigo
2: <laughs> alright, play the clip he does a thing where he sent in his me 23 <laughs> and found out <laughs> what he was. Uh. And he's like, and I was all of the pasty countries, Britain, Scotland, yeah. Germany, da, da, da. And then there was a spike in Mongolia. <laughs> and I said, that's so like, there's an 800 number and he called it and he's like, why is it Mongolia? And the guy without a beard said, oh, that's Genghis Khan yeah he just fucked everybody yeah <laughs> that's also like 90, everybody's got a so little 90, bit of 90 like, percent of it? the population of the earth have some mongolian in them well, yeah. specifically because of genghis Khan
1: basically conquered the known world and even some of the unknown places <laughs> what is the
0: point of that what is the point of that getting your genome typed or
2: whatever I, it is like who cares It's nothing. it doesn't matter is that
0: interesting to you like, is that interesting to you guys? Like, well, first of all, there's a... I see these all these ads for TV sure. on TV for it. Like, find out where you're from, and yeah. like, I'm from Fresno. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> people are like into it. some people are into it, but I think one of the things that people don't know about it is that it's only tested against the catalog of people that have already been sort of submitted. So, like, if you actually are from, like, if you actually have rare, like. Native American DNA or from some like It might
0: not show up on not, the test. They're not
1: gonna be able to give you any kind of accurate reading on that stuff. So,
0: so does it just say like fourteen percent unknown?
1: Yeah, it does. It doesn't and they don't know. Like, you know, it's well, did you well that see? would be real disappointing
0: because don't you think that's gotta be the most interesting stuff? Yeah, exactly. Right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because
2: like
1: a lot
0: of people like The most interesting stuff is gonna be the off the beaten path stuff. Yeah. Like Fourteen percent unknown, that could be fucking anything.
1: No, it's all a bunch of like I mean, uh, to white people that, have, you know, are doing it and trying to convince themselves they have, like, you know, 5% well, of the, Native Americans. The There's not a
0: lot of black people going, I really need to go and the, get my that genome That was the managed. joke they
2: made on South Park. Anyway, I don't care about that. I, I'm just saying. That, like you say, I agree with. So I think that's 100% what it is. Yeah, It's white people that desperately want to have some connection to African-Americans or Asian or something other than white Europeans. I
0: read a story. It's white people of- who are like, I have $300 to spend on just nothing. Yeah, exactly. so I'm going to spend it it's, on this. It's
1: a thing like, yeah, to make us all feel more special. But I, I heard a kind of depressing story about like how a family had always sort of had this story about how they had some Native Americans. You know, and he was like really into the culture and he was like against novel blood.
2: They found and out they didn't they, And
1: they tell the same story about how like a great grandmother was like, you know, and blah blah blah. And so they had like this connection to that culture and they found out they're just pure Scots Irish. Like there's like <laughs> uh-huh. no Not even like a twinge of anything weird and it's just like it ruined like their whole like family mythology. Yeah, you know? if your whole
0: if your whole like identity is built around being something or if it's a part of your Like lore, yeah, and Uh, it turns out it's all a bunch of bullshit, right? Right. It's like when you, it's like your grandfather's samurai sword that he stole off a dead Jap in World War II, and then you take it to Antiques Roadshow, and they're like. This was made in
1: 1978. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a cheap knockoff, and this, I think they use this best dose in the handle, so you probably should have something checked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you may also have cancer.
1: <laughs> yeah, your family history is a lie, and you probably have cancer.
0: You can see the imprint here. It says manufactured in Peoria. made in China. <laughs> so this is the beginning of another... Um, sort of common topic of conversation that comes up, which is that Sean, our beloved uh, co-host, the real driving force behind the show, it was his idea in the first place. So blame him, America. Uh, Sean has an interesting philosophy about when it's important to fight for freedom and liberty Mm-hmm. And when is it better to just sort of give in and yeah. allow the inevitable to happen? So a good example would be like an alien invasion, maybe, mm-hmm. or a zombie apocalypse. How hard do you really fight against the inevitability of losing in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, if you listen to our Invasion of the Body Snatchers yes, episode, we'll get into it then. Then uh, sure. there's, there's definitely good examples of this It comes up quite a lot in our conversations with Sean because Star Trek presents that idea a lot. Yeah, There are lots of episodes that are about sort of utopian planets or uh, everyone's happy or everyone's pretending to be happy. Sort of false utopias and generally what happens is Kirk and crew come in and shatter everyone's illusions and blow up the computer that's been mind-controlling everybody. Yeah, if it's not absolutely (laughs) real, it doesn't have any meaning and has no value. Yeah. He doesn't like it when people are being controlled by computers, is what he really doesn't like. (laughs) He'll go in there and out-logic a computer and make it fry its circuits so that the people can be free to make their own decisions. Don't win through fraud, but you can win through charm, (laughs) ladies. Yeah, I don't know. I mean yeah so anyway, this is the first this is the first, first time we really hear Sean hint. express the idea that um living in the matrix for lack of a better phrase might be preferable to the alternative. Let's check it out
2: now Here's another question
0: yeah
2: and <laughs> maybe it leads back to my wanting to be the guy sitting in the chair with no lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but it constantly happens on Star Trek, where an alien race presents to a person this utopic life that you could have that would be perfect. And every single time they defy it and fight against it.
1: Yep.
2: it would, now, it would <laughs> why would you do that?
0: you're like the guy you're like joe pantoliano in the matrix He's yes. like just give me
2: the steak <laughs> I'm, I'm happy in here man <laughs> and this is a lot more work <laughs> i can have look well here's the thing we all work towards having a good life right if someone's given you the perfect life why would you want to keep working But he's totally fucked up beyond repair. They can't get him to where he'll never walk. He'll never speak again. He's just going to be in this lump for the rest of his life in a chair that blinks once for yes and twice for no. And Spock's like, not on my watch. I'm taking him back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, Pike could do a good job here. He's mangled. They're mangled. No,
2: at this point in time, you totally understand it. Yeah. Why he would decide to go along with it my, you know, I'm just saying, it doesn't take me being mangled in a terrible car accident for me to choose the blue pill. <laughs> yeah, what I'm it just
1: takes you being offered a blue pill.
2: <laughs> you don't all.
1: even know what it does. He's like John in this blue pill. Uh, I was doing this shit. I don't want you to take it. It's, it's a horrible accident it will just like Uh, i took a chance and and i'll do the same next time (laughs) i'm gonna be shitting in my stasis chair for the rest of the day (laughs) Uh, so why
0: is the what is the point of their plan though like what do they i realize they want him to to breed but to what end Like, what is the Uh, Are they planning
2: to repopulate the humans, or they just want them for a zoo?
0: Is it literally a zoo? Is that just... That's why it's called the Menagerie, because it's literally a zoo?
2: Because they feed off of their, like,
0: knowledge to create the illusions? I don't... I I thought they needed, like, a workforce or something, too, but I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Their plan seems ill-thought-out, basically. It seems alien. Uh... Yeah. And they, they really think the whole time that they're providing a great service to the people they've captured but not humans humans you, can't keep
2: us down you don't I don't understand why you don't want beauty and love and you can instead you choose <laughs> death
1: we don't want beautiful cages
2: yeah Sean yeah, don't okay. tread on me I, clearly I'm in the in live the for minority your dad. with this crew don't
1: step on Snapchat. I didn't realize everybody
2: else in this live people's lives were so fucking great <laughs> 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 I didn't realize
1: no I just like that it's a little bit terrible It's more
2: fun <laughs> you are the matrix man that was the whole point they couldn't give them ideal conditions they had to fuck it up that's right so we would keep the programming yeah it was you're not the, believable you're the fucking matrix dude you can't believe in a utopia i can't i can't believe it in utopia i don't
1: want it i wanted to be a little bit I'm about to say something awful so i'll stop but but i'm still thinking it and I'm
2: wanting... <laughs> well wait if we're not here to say things that are awful what the fuck are we doing dude?
1: <laughs>
0: You know, we spend a lot of time on this show, Jake, talking about the (laughs) interior decorating style of the future. That's right. Last time you might have heard us talking about the interesting design choices of the sets where they're futuristic on the outside, but appear like natural (laughs) earth and rock. I think it's because when, when you watch a lot of Star Trek in a row, your mind begins to wander. So you start to focus on things not... In the front of the frame but what's going on at the margins so you look at like what people are wearing or what the what's going on in the background what's that extra up to you know sort of anything to keep your mind occupied they've had an intense session of acting with lots of like fuzzy focus shots and you kind (laughs) of you get the gist of what's going on in the first 20 seconds but it's a four and a half minute scene you're like Oh Jesus deliver me. So that's the beginning of this and then we're going to start what becomes a recurring thing. Yeah. Um over the next few episodes we talked a lot about my ongoing quest to purchase a mattress. Yeah, so we're going to get a little bit of a taste here, but you have to stay tuned to the next. Oh, there's there's th- so much more. You have to stay tuned to the next. Now, that's what I call work for the, the continuation of the Lisa mattress discussion. That was an excellent tease. Jake. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a real saga. And, and it's, I really wanted it to, to do it on this, this episode, but it's okay that's in the next, because it's when Philippe returns to us. That's when we really get it, into we it. basically kind of, we kind of rehash the exact same things again. Yes, but but it's, it just shows how important this discussion was to us. It really podcast. meant a lot. All right, let's check it Play out. Play the clip. So before, the, before we started recording, I said this episode is basically about what if Hitler escaped and became a
2: Shakespearean actor. Yes, that is, yes, essentially the plot line. And I think as you pointed out, you would think that there would be... You less, go into a less
0: public life. Right. <laughs> yes. Do we know where they are right now? It's just, just they're in somebody's living room? Because <laughs> check out the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm- laughs> they're in my mother's living room in I
2: mean- 1979. So they, they 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 went to go. This guy, the I, I, guy that you know. I'm. It's glad. It's good to know that the that
0: the. The window treatment <laughs> actually, is going to survive and, the 23rd
2: century. And clearly, it's a, a uh, air breathing planet because yeah, they just well, have, they have a sliding glass windows, door, so. Uh <laughs> So essentially, this guy is a friend. <laughs> Palm Springs. Yes, exactly. It's a resort <laughs> town. Uh, they got that LA haze <laughs> that came in. Yeah. Yeah. Desert
0: living. Brought Desert to you living by Sun City. <laughs> brought to you by.
2: Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, on. can we talk about Lisa? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, I'm in the black here because I, I don't know. I've it's, never heard of Lisa. Are we going to talk
0: about purple, too?
2: <laughs> yeah, we can talk about okay. all of them. Yes. So,
0: so Lisa is like one of the it's like Casper. It's mattress in a box. Right? Okay. And I'm I'm in the market for a mattress. I'm in, I'm shopping for a new bed. Yeah,
2: I was I was actually we are too. And I told, and I
0: listen to every fucking podcast talk about get your mattress yeah. in a box. So I thought, well, maybe this is the wave of the future, and right. I should get in on all the, what the kids are doing. Yeah, what the podcast kids are up yep. to. So <laughs> I went online thinking your fans thinking that they would be cheap compared to uh-huh. going to a mattress store because isn't that the whole, right, 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 the right, whole right, premise right. of it is it comes in a box, it's efficient, so we reduce the cost, we yeah, pass yeah. the cost along to you. Those mattresses
2: are so fucking expensive. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yes, because I went online. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. How much are they? Like... Seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah. That's still cheaper than a regular
0: mattress. No. You get those flyers in the I get those I get those flyers in the newspaper all the time. Ortho mattress is constantly having a sale. Yeah. And you can get queen size bed for four hundred bucks at Ortho. Gotcha. gotcha. And I'm like, I can't believe it's that much more expensive. expensive. I thought the whole idea was that it would
2: be cheap. Yeah, I figured it was cheaper. <laughs> Don't the commercials usually say that they're cheaper?
0: Yeah. But even with the one hundred dollar off discount that you got by typing in, how did this get made? Uh, and, right, and right, right, out, right, right. It was still seven hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. The last time I was in a in the market for a mattress, you know what I ended up doing was um, giving up and not getting one. So. Let me know how it goes. That was a, that was a great story, Jake. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for a mattress and didn't buy one. Yeah. So, I,
2: I, just, I felt good about that yeah. decision because I realized... Why did you decide not to get one?
0: Uh, it, it just wasn't the right... I mean, it just yeah they were i didn't know what to get honestly yeah i didn't want to go to and have the mattress sales floor experience again and get <laughs> try to get like get upsold a million things like oh this but this bed frame whoa you'll right. never move or whatever i don't know yeah and uh i don't know The the i, I just sort of keep my eyes open now so let me know. i think i think the mattress sales floor experience is fun yeah i mean i, I like throwing you roll out. around on them and you just like be obnoxious that part is good but like <laughs> actually buying one i don't know i don't know and i don't care for it well yeah i don't either because i don't like people but i like so that's <laughs> why i shop online hold, 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 but not hold, if it's gonna be three hundred dollars more than i can get it at hold, the actual hold on, time out for a store. second who's this on screen spoiler. Uh, I love spoilers. And and uh, and a spoiler for the audience. Uh, I'm not lying. I still have not bought a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, recorded this so long ago. Yeah, literally over a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> the quest continues. Anyway, what's the next clip about? The next clip, well, we start out just discussing the plot of the film. Oh, yeah. Uh, so plot I, the plot of the episode. Yeah, too. yeah. So, so I encourage Sean to uh, go ahead and spoil it for us yeah. in this clip, which is fine. But the the real reason I was interested in this clip is because um, there's a mistake in it. Sometimes, you know, in the heat of the conversation, we misspeak or we say things that are factually incorrect. And I have been arguing for a while now that we needed um, correction, a correction corner, if you will, a way for us to go back and say, hey, look, back in episode 20, I said this, but what really was true was X. Right. So So, Jake went ahead and made a jingle. Yeah. So So we are going to introduce this. I think next time we get together as a group, as a recurring feature of the show, but we'll give you a little tease here. So, so before we get to the correction, what was the error that was made? And then Uh, we'll, you can have us cue it up. So, so I, I refer to the famous short story, the lottery, which is about, uh, people choosing a village, choosing who is going to die. Um, you want me to say what the mistake was now? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. The mistake was I call it Shirley Booth's The Lottery. Yeah. All right, so this will be the first edition of Correction Corner. Great. Correction Corner. So, what is the correct information here? Okay, so the lottery. <laughs> was written by shirley jackson famous short story writer oh interesting Uh, so who is shirley shirley booth played hazel on television in the 1950s she was a sitcom star it's a real obscure reference but uh she did not write dystopic short stories about villagers killing one another no that was more shirley jackson was she famous for like the shrill high-pitched voice or is that somebody else i i don't honestly know okay well, there you have it, folks. But anyway, check this out. This is our Correction Corner. And with the now infamous Shirley Booth uh, uh, incorrect fact. Oh, so this is. <laughs> and is she on the list? Uh, this is the daughter. Oh, she's an actress. She was in the cast of the show.
2: She's the daughter of the. She's the daughter of the of the Hitler guy.
0: And, and she's an accessory to everything.
2: Or no, she she she's not? an innocent victim. She's and all that. Yes. Uh,
0: no. She didn't know about it before. I'm guessing. I don't know because I haven't seen this, but I'm guessing she's going to turn out to be an innocent victim of her father's crimes. Am I right, Sean? You can go ahead and spoil it for me. Uh, no, you you're, actually, you're actually on.
2: wrong. Oh, she is in on she's it. She's the killer. <gasps> oh, wow. that wow. is a
0: twist. Yes. So uh, now I take it back. I wish you hadn't spoiled that. I may be jumping <laughs> to a conclusion because of her appearance, but is the... Hate that caused them to murder people
2: related to some sort of prejudice or uh why they killed all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it, it, it kind of so basically Oh yeah, it's gotta be prejudice, space right? Judaism. Space Jews. Yeah, it well, it's more of a uh it is sort of, but it's more of a like Nobody it was, commits
0: genocide without like a real good reason. It was
2: genocide because they didn't have enough food to feed uh, the whole population.
0: Yeah, but he picked and chose for a re- he. There, there was, was some criteria he was. I don't using.
2: think they ever actually really get into that. First name starts with a C. Aspect of it. <laughs> You're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, they said. Yeah, that's they just make it completely random. <laughs> it's like the draft. It's like the it's like Shirley Booth's the lottery. Yeah, you pull a rock
2: and. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's and uh, anyway. So then they went on the run, and. She's been quietly picking off all the people that.
0: Oh, she's killing everyone who might be able to identify. Exactly, I gotcha mm. This is like an episode of Law and Order SVU,
2: where it's, so, it
0: takes a big twist, right? But in the that's middle.
2: a pretty, you know, that's a good twist, though. That's an excellent twist. Yeah, and that's, for ruining I, it. I, well, you told me to, asshole. I know.
0: This this, uh, I did, it's true, tell Sean to spoil it and then make fun of him for spoiling it. Yeah. That was, that's, I like to set him up and then knock him down. <laughs> he, he was a little testy about it. He was he, like, you, you got his goat, though. I got into it. Uh, this next clip is about obsessive Star Trek nerds, and um, it's real hypocritical because that's what we are.
2: Yeah, let's just jump into it what I said before
0: can we just? Can, that is absolutely insane that somebody figured out how many costume changes <laughs> well, that every many. character in Star Trek had uh, I, but, but how do you even think s- to count step one you notice there's a lot there of costume no changes that's the problem lots there's of no costume changes one. in this episode <laughs> looks like I'm watching all Star <laughs> Trek again guess I'm gonna sit down and count them all <laughs> <laughs> like my life has purpose again <laughs> I don't need that bed after all. I don't hate the. I mean, I you know, I hate the sort of stereotype of nerds in the basement, but that is a real nerd in the basement (laughs) thing to try and to try and decide to do. Well, we all have our passions. (laughs) I mean, we are sitting in the nerdiest garage I've ever been in my life right now, so I'm not one to talk. But still, Jake. Yeah, Matt. I like big muffs, and I cannot lie. Uh, Yeah, even other brothers can't deny. (coughs) (laughs) i don't know this is this is a conversation about muffs yeah and listen to it and we had like a little connection here where it's like yeah Mm. we 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 enjoy this kind of thing i enjoy that i enjoy as we've been going through this process uh you and i have have become better friends as a result of it and i like that it's fun this is what i'm talking about there's another look at that outfit oh wow
2: she likes those sparkly pantyhose she wears those pretty consistently. that is just like a really big muff she's wearing over her arms, and I don't think her arms can detach from the that top. That is a
0: really yeah. big muff. Yeah, that's huge. Matt man and I are immediately just snickering to each other because... I just looked over at Jacob and Jacob was We're just like, did like, you hear him just say that's a big muff?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I heard it, and I'm going to sleep well tonight.
1: <laughs>
0: a happy man. Okay, well, you can see where our uh, level of comedy appreciation <laughs> is and our level of maturity. Yeah, it's um, never been real high. Let's just keep just keep keep on trucking. Let's truck through these clips. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Here is another clip where we're trying to get sponsors. Uh, that sounds like us. Yeah, Who, who's sponsoring our shots today? Should, our to our we shots are
2: sponsored by Bullet Bourbon. Bullet Bourbon. Mm, they the best. Bullet- ask
0: us to say that,
2: but that's who that's, yeah if you didn't already guess for the hours of conversation we had about advertisers on the show uh-huh. we're willing yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you you find us we'll hawk it's your not a, product it's okay not a pride thing. <laughs>
0: find bullet at trader joe's that's any of your local this trader particular joe's bottle came from trader joe's I thank like. you to lake Trader I, I enjoyed 10130 Riverside Drive to Lake.
2: Wow. When I drink we're bourbon, the address? I drink bullet. I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good ad. That was good. Let's clip that and send it, send <laughs> send it, it to out. the Trader Joe's folks. Jake, this next clip is a little peek behind the curtain at warped. You listen to us uh, talk about how we need some more more bits. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we describe the piano that's in the room for some reason. Yeah. I love bits. I yeah. love, love that morning radio. It keeps me up on my morning commute. I need more more broad characters and <laughs> and, and fart fart sound effects. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll get there Well, one day. you're the producer, man. You can make it happen. We'll get there one day. Let's check it out. This. she's also changed her yeah, like, hair like, turned into like what not to wear or something
2: like yeah she's completely just a completely different look what not to wear is that another
0: podcast we're criticizing all of her show all of her outfits oh, okay i thought you were talking about the uh clinton kelly and stacy london that is what i was talking about tlc show yeah which i'm a huge fan of while I was there <laughs> clinton and stacy that's right where'd the bottle opener go this is fascinating to the folks at home. You know? <laughs> I searched for the bottle. Will they find the bottle? Of <laughs> Stay tuned till next
2: time. <laughs> Oh, that's what we need to start becoming. A, <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut we'll cut the podcast up into like five episodes. <laughs> coming next time. <laughs> next yeah. time. Yeah. Well, Matt can't find the bottle opener with the
0: old-timey like Oregon Oregon inter- <laughs> We have Oregon sitting right here. Yeah, that's we could be. True.
2: Playing. Oh, you didn't play, Matt. You well, didn't play. I'm too far away from it. I can't get over there. Oh. Yeah.
0: I think it does have an actual MIDI connector that we, we could can can plug in. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah i will work on learning the full theme on we the actually piano plays the piano maybe we can get jason in here to just soundtrack
2: <laughs> the entire episode just or, to play the entire yeah. time so there's like background music yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Just our very own like spontaneous nation does. Yeah, they have a guy who just is in there. I think it's a a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Yeah,
2: we mic him when he can talk, but he also just plays.
0: Jacob's telling his mattress story again. Hit
2: it, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do need we need to start having bits so we can have theme songs for the bits. Uh huh.
0: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The men in the box type stuff.
2: That's what we're missing. Bits. We need more bits. (laughs) Yeah. Uh
0: there are two things in life that are even nerdier than star trek one is dungeons and dragons yeah the other is star wars and we're about to discuss both of those things i recall yeah in this very next clip this is a this this clip um i got a little poignant feeling listening to this clip because this was in the early innocent days before star wars the last jedi was released in theaters yep. and the whole world turn to shit <laughs> before yeah, before we had our infamous uh, guest randy coxswain on right uh yeah that's a, that's an episode by the way we are skipping entirely <laughs> in the greatest hits episode yeah, just remember he's a symptom not the cause all right so let's listen to that this is remarkably remarkably similar to uh a, a D campaign that i just started really uh, yeah where uh, the, the characters are all escorting a troop of halfling uh, performers, like singers and acrobats. Uh-huh. So they're like, that's just the inciting incident. Who do you play D&D with? Well, um, it's interesting. I actually started a campaign because they all want to play with my wife's improv group, which is all asian women uh-huh. and they've never they had never played before so actually but they're all like improvisers and actors so they were immediately fantastic <laughs> oh yeah sure it's totally appeals yeah yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah yeah I, i've i've played like games with hardcore gamers that and, aren't like, nearly as much it, fun they have no fucking guts compared to these yeah yeah yeah, women, yeah and they were all just like okay this is what rp is about and like how you can pretend to be re- nope i didn't have to do any of that they were just like in character Let's before go. they yeah, had yeah, characters yeah, yeah. done. D&D is great for improvers. Yeah. Yeah, and also uh, and one of the the women is Kelly Marie Tran
2: who's going to be in this year's Star Wars. Film. She's in La- she's the one that's in Last Jedi. Yeah. So, as That's cool. Rose she's got Ego. like a fairly large part, right? Uh yeah. A pretty important part. I it's think name this- drop.
0: Name drop people we know. Yeah. Jake know. Jake knows somebody in the new Star Wars movie. Boom. Sean knows Mark McGrath. <laughs> I do know from, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Oh
2: wait, wait, wait! Very look who's name. back.
0: So I spend a lot of my time talking about making fun of Star Trek and and nerdery in its various forms. But you know, you always make fun of the thing that you you recognize in yourself that you don't like about yourself. Ah, oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm legitimately probably the biggest nerd out of all of us, arguably. Um, you are the, author- the the true authority on Star Trek. And I certainly demonstrate it in this clip with my knowledge of Vulcan musical instruments. And also there's a correction
1: corner in here yeah.
0: because uh, there's, some, there's some casual Irish racism in this clip. Gene Ronberry had a real bug up his ass about the Irish for some reason. Sean thinks that this guy's name... Is Kelly. Kelly, yeah. And then he thinks that maybe it's Kelly Riley. Right. Neither of those is correct. Oh, what? So play the correction corner jingle. Correction corner. Guy's name is Kevin Riley, as it turns out. And I know that. Because I am holding in my hands right now my copy of the Star Trek Compendium special 20th anniversary edition, which lists all the episodes and
2: characters and
0: uh, clearly lists the guy's name as Kevin Riley. So suck it, Sean. You were wrong again.
2: He stashes him away to engineering.
0: Oh, that's why he's down there. Yeah. It's because Kirk sent him down there to be safe. Yes, but he doesn't know that. Oh, so he you th- You'd think he would, you would keep him in a crowded room with lots of people to keep somebody safe from a murderer. Well, Not send them off to a place all by, <laughs> where themselves, all
2: by themselves. Where a killer could
0: very easily come in and kill you without, you know... Anybody even noticing? So is he sulking right now? He's he been punished. Yes. He's pissed because he's down yes. to engineering. Everybody else is having a party. Yep. Exactly. Everybody else is upstairs listening to Uhura. Uhura playing an exotic instrument from the strange planet of that's her birth. A, that's a Vulcan. That's a birth. I
2: know that. That's the same thing that Spock was playing it's, in the earlier episode, right? I'm I'm afraid to admit that
0: I know the answer to this. <laughs> you know what it's Vulcan called. Vulcan liar. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: That is a Vulcan liar. Spock plays it all the time. Uh, well, I remember the other episode where she comes on to him singing. He's playing it. Yeah. Oh. Vulcan popular music never moved past the liar. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they never and, invented.
0: And that's why they were Oh, conquered. look at the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That was s- great. Did you see they that? They squirted
2: poison guy, into the that, milk. They just squirted with a, with a spritzer <laughs> into his with, milk. It had poison in a spritzer. Oh. Look I, at the way Now watch I, him drink the milk It is hysterical Look at cubes of melon Oh uh, this milk <laughs> I need it so bad uh. <laughs> Look at him Look at the way he reaches Who
0: drinks like that What is
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look at the way he goes and drink
0: it hmm. Like nobody drinks like that have you ever taken a glass and put it <laughs> all the way up to your mouth, like physically touching your mouth without taking oh, a drink of it? No, it's chug, just like chug, holding chug, it there. Chug, chug. And
2: then the next one it is, he chugs it. You're like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, he took a little, like, very cautious sip. He's like, oh, this definitely isn't <laughs> poison. This is definitely yeah, not poison. Uh, See, chug.
0: his name is Riley. She just said Oh, I maybe I that's like his that, first Riley.
2: name. But his last name is Kelly. Or maybe is it Kelly Riley? Isn't <laughs> Kelly Riley like is, uh, a, a ship, a shanty song? Kelly <laughs> Riley, the Ballad of the Kelly Riley.
0: <laughs> shipwreck. So there are a couple shows that I needed no prompting to watch when I, in my younger years. I am so excited that we're here. I've been waiting for this moment. I could not be happier One that we sh- finally are here. One show was Star Trek the Next Generation, uh-huh. which I think gives me the cred that I need to be on the show. Although really, you know, you don't really need cred to be on the show. <laughs> the other was Frasier. <sighs> which was just such a well put together show that it needed no advertisement, no no prodding. Uh-huh. It's just a, it's just a show that you fall into, it fits you like a glove. Um so. Can you hear the enthusiasm in my voice? I am so
1: happy <laughs>
0: we are finally at the point where we start talking about Fraser. Yeah. This is a, this becomes a recurring thing. Sean yeah. and I are both huge Frasier fans, and we talk about Frasier uh, on s- multiple occasions during the course of this show, and probably will continue to in the future. We were just talking about having more bits. Talking about Fraser okay, is one about, of those bits. Ta- talking about fraser that's... A- <laughs> Start working on the jingle for talking about Frasier because that's going to come up a lot on it.
2: I saw that episode of Frasier where he does the radio program. That's the best episode of Frasier, which is a phenomenal ever. ever. That's my,
0: in my personal opinion, that is the single (laughs) best episode. They have a Foley
2: guy with balloons to pop for gunshots. Oh, okay. It's and not great. It's not a great episode all the way through. Oh, But that, but that final sequence of the actual program radio program is,
0: is such brilliant silent oh, farce acting. Oh, so Everybody in it is good. so great. And when when Niles sound when, when Niles stops all those and just
2: Poppy balloons so, to kill people <laughs> so that they the can't setup, talk.
0: So, that, so, so the, the setup is yeah, that Fraser's definitely. directing this live radio show, okay. and he's be, he's being very Fraser about it, and, yeah. he's and telling everybody what to do. And, and, and Niles and, immediately... And Niles uh, is went, an actor before, in the Before...
2: When he first tells him about it, Niles nails him that he's going to be like over direct. I don't, don't want to do anything to do with it, because I know how you'll be. So he's just
0: chafing under the direction yes, the entire so time. so Niles is going crazy, and, and Fraser's being totally dictatorial. And, and, and this is during, because Niles wasn't... So now in. the show has started, and they're all in the studio, and it's live for some reason. There's some plot reason why they're doing it live. And it's on the radio, and... Niles eventually just loses his shit at Fraser because Fraser's being such a dick during yeah. the recording of this sure. thing. And it's a murder mystery, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Fraser is playing like the detective who <laughs> solves. He's playing
1: like the Hercule
0: Hercule Poirot yeah. kind of character. And Niles is so mad at Fraser that at the end of it instead of like letting Fraser do his whole like, and now I'm going to explain to you how the murder was Committed, yeah, miles just get yell just like uses balloons popping balloons is the sound effect that they yeah. use for gunshots, and he just like starts killing everybody off. It's just <laughs> like he just starts popping the balloons. I'm not doing a great job of explaining it, but it is so it is really funny. it's perfectly timed and and just flawless, it's so good, and then he's like oh, yes, one last balloon for or one, There's one last bullet for myself. And then he pops it and goes,
2: it <coughs> just falls over there.
0: Like, it's so great. Uh. So c- could you hear how excited I was in that clip talking about Fraser? I was so excited I couldn't even tell the plot of the episode coherently. I was so worked up about how much I love Fraser. There's a lot of energy in the room. Oh my day, gosh. Which is the unusual best. for us. Um, if they do that if they do that revival that they are talking about doing so in this upcoming clip, um, oh, we, we're moving on. We go ahead. ahead. Is that all right? Just sure. I mean I, I mean, I could sit here and talk about Frasier all day. I but. know, and that's why I, as the, <laughs> as the mature adult that's left in the room, I feel like we have to guide this thing on. You're quite right. Um, go on, because there were what eight seasons of Frasier or something? Uh, Ten? ten? Yeah, and then, yeah, that's just a lot of material to cut through. Um, so this, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this next clip, we we discuss Angela Lansbury, and she. kind does it's another bit of a Me Too conversation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, old people sometimes have interesting opinions about Although, did you read the, the bit of news that happened regarding Les Moonvis since we recorded this? Since, you, since last week? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, Les... Okay, so Les Moonves w- arrived at... I forget what network he was in, in charge of. Uh, the, way back in it, it, you're it, talking about back in the yeah. day his famous quote is like you know the the sexiest woman we have on this network is Angela Lansbury oh because we're she, doing, was, right, she, she was she was on like, Murder right okay sure but we're doing much better now and of course later you know he finally got kicked out uh-huh. for his sexual harassment sure and so Angela Lansbury allegedly tweeted like how do oh. like how do you like how about that now motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I seriously doubt that that is a true story. It's not true at all, but that's why <laughs> we're reporting it on Warped. Because <laughs> it's fun, and I, I want to get into everybody's head the mental picture of Angela, Angela Lansbury calling Wes Moonves as a motherfucker? Yes. Okay. I think it's delicious.
2: Yeah, I liked it too. And she does some nice crazy eyes. She's got some crazy eyes right now. So where do we put her on the list Jacob
0: Uh She's, she's got, got some weird stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a
2: fan. No. I would put her below any of Mud's women. Wow, wow, wow.
0: I don't know. I would I would put her in maybe third place of the month's women. It's probably oh. We put her like six, she could be the sixth third. overall. Maybe? You realize how politically incorrect this is it's right absolutely now? absolutely oh, our it's In horrible. our current sure, environment absolutely. of, of uh, people becoming more aware of sexual harassment I, and objectification. If, if I'm
2: sexually harassing anybody I apologize. I mean that
0: woman's long dead but still. <laughs> well, I don't know that she's dead. <laughs> this but. was 50 years ago. I mean she might still be alive. But she's old. And therefore, her opinion doesn't count. <laughs> if she's offended, <laughs> I'm not saying that People can be Angela offended. Angela Lansbury did. Ange- did you hear about what Angela Lansbury said? No. Oh, boy. Oh, Angela Lansbury is like your old grandma who says stuff where you're like, I love you, but you really should not be saying that. Like, Angela Lansbury gave some interview the other day where she was like... She didn't say it in these words because she's Angela Lansbury, but she basically said, uh, if women didn't dress up like whores all the time, Uh, men would harass them. (laughs) Uh. She backtracked it a little bit the next day because she said, I'm not condoning, you know, assault or anything like that. But she was sort of suggesting that like. Men are just men, and that's what you you can expect if you're a woman. Old-timey values. Old-timey values, she said. My grandmother, God bless her soul, she's 96 years old, but she is racist. Here's a little bit of us just making fun of people's names, like a bunch of dicks. Oh. Directed by GERD Oswald. GERD Oswald. Nice job, GERD. <laughs> Shout out to GERD. GERD. Little did he know that his name would become an acronym for a terrible, terrible digestive <laughs> disorder. <laughs> Gastroesophageal reflux disorder. <laughs> or GERD. Or GERD. Or GERD. Uh, that's actually short for GERD truth. That's kind And here we are closing out one of our episodes yeah we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't get out of an episode without discussing a little bit more about mattress a little more mattress talk I, I mean I, I- there are two things I can talk about all day long, mattresses and Fraser. And just again, if anybody out there knows somebody who works with Lisa or Purple or Casper, any of these quality institutions, just refer you know, we're happy to support them <laughs> on our show. I would have I would happily do a commercial where I said, you know, Jake, I own a- I own a Lisa mattress and I sleep on it every night. And let me tell you, it's terrific. Yeah. I would be happy to do an episode like that. All I need is a Lisa mattress. Oh, wow. So if they want to send me one, I would happily take it. And I, would, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't even need, I. they wouldn't have to pay us any money. Yeah, they would just. Just pay us in mattresses. Pay us in trade, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd love it. All right, let's check it out. Uh, anybody else? It's a submarine it, chase is what it yes, is. Yes, exactly what it is.
0: Uh... Anyway, this no, podcast I'm is done. brought to you by Lisa. Lisa mattresses, everybody. They're expensive. <laughs> and per, they, they come in a box. They come
2: in a box. <laughs> and purple. That's their motto. We're
0: expensive, but we come in a box.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which, in and of itself, it just doesn't seem reasonable. I mean, you're paying for that box, one way or another. The,
0: the economics of efficiency would dictate that the fact that they're delivering it to you in a box should mean it is cheaper. Yes,
2: that was, I assumed it was cheaper. Nope. Look it up, bitch Alright, I will <laughs> I don't know why I called you a I'm sorry <laughs> You're my dear friend it's all good.
0: That's not an appropriate
2: way it's to how, speak It's how we talk <laughs> And let's
0: just close it out Okay Somehow Uh, three, two Close it out, bitch now that's what I call warped, <laughs> Volume Two. I, I really, I don't know why I called Sean a bitch. That was I just <laughs> that's, felt terrible. That's about just it our, afterwards. That's just uh... Sean was not upset, but I felt bad. I think I've said this to you before. I know I, I mentioned it last week that uh, I was I was drinking as I was listening to the to the episodes and picking out the clips. Oh, okay. Another time-honored warp tradition. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we drink while we're doing it, so we might as well drink while we're listening to it. Sure. It helps. A, you know, a, a spoonful of alcohol helps the warp to go down. But now, as we're sitting here today, and I thought of this earlier on uh, on my way over here today, I am I am completely sober, and so are you sober I and I said I was like I'm sober as a judge. Yeah. And then I realized <laughs> that phrase has been ruined by Brett Kavanaugh. I hate to keep coming back to Brett Kavanaugh, but I was literally in the car on the way over here, saying and I'm thinking about what we're gonna talk about, and I'm like, you know, I'm not I'm not drunk. I'm sober as a judge. And as soon as the thought came into my head, I went, Fuck. I can't say that anymore. No. It's ruined on top of all of the, you know, not forget about the women. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Who cares about them? No, don't forget Let's talk about, about what he's done to the English language. He's ruined a perfectly good expression <laughs> <laughs> that I can no longer use. Uh, so who's the real victim here, Jake? Yeah. I would argue it's me. <laughs> the English language? That's right. Although I'm sure he's by...
1: Metaphors. Far, he's
0: far from Metaphors that. are the victim here, Jake. <laughs> he's, he's far from... Let's face it, he's far from the first judge that's gone off the road. Oh, sure. I mean... It was never a particularly accurate phrase, but, you know, one that was useful in certain situations. In his defense. He likes beer. Oh, good. Let's hear this. He likes beer. He likes, I I like beer. I thought he was drunk at the hearing. (laughs) I was waiting for one of those people to ask him... If he was drunk. I didn't like, wa- I didn't watch it, but the, the story I keep he- hearing is like he was just belligerently upset and angry right, was, off the gate, right off the bat. He was just ranting like an angry. I've spent a lot of time in bars in my life. Mm. Used to be a bartender for a while. He seemed drunk to me. Yeah. Or just a terrible, terrible actor. That's which is also possible. Hmm. Wow. I did not watch it all because it was so gross that I couldn't like stand to watch it. Um but but just comparing their the two of them, their demeanors, you all you had to see was her for about 5 minutes mm-hmm. and him for about 5 minutes to immediately any rational person is going to watch those two things and go, "Well, she seems like a normal, honest Reasonable person, person yeah. and he seems like a ranting maniac. Yeah, and you know, I did. A, I've done a lot of theater in my life, which <laughs> yeah. means that I have both witnessed and perpetrated crimes against the the <laughs> art of acting. <laughs> it's a lot of bad acting um, in the in our background. I love your phraseology. Um, and he just seemed like a terrible actor to me. Sure, like watching him, I was like. You're just delivering a, like, real over-the-top, bad... It's like when somebody just forgets their lines and just goes crazily off-book. Yeah. And is just desperately trying to think of something to say. That was how it felt <laughs> sure. watching him. So he seemed both drunk and a bad actor. <laughs> like, so... I wish I could think of somebody to compare him to just now. Like, who's a famous drunk who's also a terrible actor? I think uh, it's insert insert an answer so into this into the clip. I think no. What you're getting at is you're 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 trying to segue into why we're saying the things that we're saying in this upcoming clip. We are just it, ra- we are ranting against the absence of something to say furiously in our mind. No, is that what this is? No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I thought this is when we talk about mini minisodes. I was just I was just trying to give uh, <laughs> context to this thing. There's no context to this at all. It's completely context-free. Here's a clip. You know how on um, How Did This Get Made and some of these other podcasts, they have like mini minisodes in between sure, like, the regular episodes? Sure. Episode? Uh-huh. <clears throat> I think we should i think the, the the garbage that we talk about before the podcast starts that could be the that Spun could be off a into separate little a separate little like pre-show pre-show <laughs> and then like regular and then the show talking of, talking track like the yeah, talking yeah, yeah. in case you just want to hear like 15 20 minutes of just just absolute nonsense and, uh, and us doing mic tests <laughs> yeah before you watch 50 minutes of nonsense (laughs) before the next hour of garbage. Here's here's an extra 20
2: minutes of garbage.
0: (laughs) Another thrilling episode of Now That's What I Call Warped. I love it. Uh, I think we have more in store for our audience as far as getting caught up in Warped. We'll probably do two more of these. Yep. And then we'll be ready to kick off the new season. Lots of good stuff in the episodes coming up. Yep. So, uh, join us again next week. Tell people how they can find us online, Jake. Uh, Uh, yeah. Uh, we can, we're on Facebook. Yeah. We are on the Twitter. Uh... The twits, the, the on the Twitter. You can look at it. Look for us just by typing in "warped" and some combination of unnecessary podcast. Yeah, and so forth. I think if you type "warped podcast," we're the first thing that yeah, comes we're up. We're on iTunes, Google Play Music, and of course, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash warped. Come check out all the great features we have, which is mostly a lot of extra ramblings on nonsense that is pretty hilarious, I think. I've been having a good time doing these episodes with you, Jake. I don't know that we need to get the rest of the gang back together. <laughs> I, think, I think Warp is just taking a, a sudden left we turn. Could just, <laughs> we could just fire those guys and just do this from now on. Yeah, we just need them to source material for the clip show. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: all right. <laughs> uh, see you later, Matt. Bye, Jake.